Welcome to Mighty Girls. I'm your host, Sarah, co-founder of Lava Tribe. This podcast is dedicated to girls who are achieving great things in their sports, despite the challenges that lead 55% of girls to drop out by the age of 17. Join us on our mission to keep girls moving. Welcome to Mighty Girls. Um, Today we've got a little bit of a different take. We have the tweenpreneur of the year winners. This is very recent news, national award. Um, 12-year-old Myla and Liv, who recently took out the award for their brand Cinnamon Cove. Um, They also have sports stories of their own, which they will share. But uh, today we have the benefit of the mixture of entrepreneurial girls with sporting girls, and we're going to learn all about that journey. Um, So welcome, girls, and Mum Petrana. Hi. Um, congratulations on the award, guys. That's a really, really massive achievement. Um, can you tell me about what that was like, how you found out? Maybe, um, Liv, I'll get you to go first. You can tell me about um, what the award is and um, what it means to you guys. Yeah, we definitely didn't expect to win because there were so many other, like, amazing contestants and people that... Um, you know, the other finalists. Um, so, yeah, that was a, it was a really big surprise for us, but it's really big for us because it's, like, a lot of recognition um, and it's amazing to see, like, how far we've come in just a year because Milo and I definitely, definitely didn't expect when we first started Cinema Cove, we didn't think that we'd be winning awards um, for what we were doing. Oh, Liv, that's so great. And can you tell us a little bit... Um about um, the brand. In fact, both of you, I'd love to hear a little bit about um, how Cinnamon Cove got started. Cinnamon Cove is a a swimwear brand. I'm not sure if I mentioned that, Um, how you got started. I actually didn't know until you said that, that you'd only been going for a year. So that's extraordinary. Um, And, uh, you know, how you got it all off the ground and all of that kind of thing. So Milo, why don't you tell me a little bit about how that all came together? Yep, so during lockdown, um, we found ourselves with a lot of spare time um, and we only could see each other when um, exercising. And so we said we, we were going out to the beach every afternoon and we just thought it was in summer, why don't we have our swimmers with us? Um, and so we went back to my mum and we said, Liv and I want to start a swimwear business. And she goes, oh, yeah, okay, a swimwear business. And she doubted us a little bit and she's like, what about candles or salt? <laughs> um, and we said, no, a swimwear business. Brilliant. Yeah, there's a lot of candles and bath salts out there, but there's nothing quite like Cinnamon Cove stuff. <laughs> Petrana, what was that like, getting two girls coming back with a business proposition? I have to say, when I first heard it, I was very much along the lines of, what happened to your gardening business? That was such a good idea. (laughs) Um, A lot more startup capital for swimwear. Yeah, I was aware of how hard um, retail is and how hard, how much goes into production of clothing and thought, wow, this is going to be tricky. But at the same time, they had so much energy and so much enthusiasm. And we are very lucky in that Myla's mum is 
an incredible teacher and so really embraced it as a learning project and so set it, set out from the word go to go, okay, well, how are you going to approach this um, and how do we view this as a series of learnings? And that was an amazing way to go about it. Yeah, and oh, goodness, I can imagine that um, the process that you're on is going to set you up fantastically for the future. I know from my perspective, um, I have an MBA, and um, I, I so I can tell you with um, you know certainty that what I've learnt running businesses far exceeds what I learnt at, at university. So um, as a learning project, I don't think you can get anything better than than running the business for sure. Um, so it's lockdown. You've got nothing to do. You want to hang out. Besties need to, you know, be outside because that's the rules. Um, you decide going to start a swimwear business because, um, uh, you want something that you can be more active in outside. So how did that end up being reflected in the swimwear that ultimately you brought into the world? Liv? Um, well, as Marla said, we kind of found like a gap in the market because when we went up to the beach, we weren't, you know, there were either toddlers, there were either swimwear that were, the toddlers were wearing the same as, you know, like with little unicorns or like pink, um, or there, there was like a giant gap and then there was, um, like really skimpy bikinis that we didn't really want to be wearing because we couldn't do all the things we loved, like bike riding. So we thought, oh, why don't we make it ourselves? It was a very ambitious thought, but here we are. You did it. So, <laughs> and how is that reflected? Um, say, for example, obviously I've seen them, but in your shorts and your crops, like um, as far as the design and um, even further to that, how did you come up with those designs? So the designs mainly, we just got some like printed like model bodies off the internet and then we just drew them on. And then we went and spoke to our pattern maker and she told us what we could and couldn't do. Um, and we have this thing called the cartwheel test. So when we get a prototype, we do a cartwheel and see if everything stays in. Um, and that's, yeah, we've got an artist. The cartwheel test. I love that. Sorry, Myla, what were you saying? Uh, yeah, so we have an artist teach us how to use watercolour um, and light boxes, which basically opened up a new whole, like, designing aspect for us um, because it was something that we didn't know how to do before. Fantastic. So you can actually use those programs yourself now? Yeah, so we can we know how to do it now um, and it's become quite easy and a part of the process for us. Extraordinary. So, so many skills learnt along the way. Yeah, definitely. And how do you juggle the demands of the business with everything else going on in your lives? We'll talk about um, what that looks like as far as sport, but as far as school and your social lives and um, Petrana, maybe you can pipe in about sort of family dynamics and those kinds of things. Is it a struggle? Have you managed to kind of find balance? How, how do you fit it all together? Um, so we have Friday nights or our dedicated cinema cove nights um, and we have a list and we do all the things in our list before Milo and I can do um, other things. And that's important because obviously with school and exams coming up, we have to stay on top of everything, make sure that we're 
packaging all the orders and making sure we're getting to emails and all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And I can imagine that's quite um, uh, quite a lot to, to get through. So do you actually manage to have time to hang out? Yeah, we you do. Good. That's the most important thing. At the end of the day, we do. Um, once we get through that whole list of everything, um, weekends were always free because Friday night, as we've said, is our dedicated night. Um, and so, yeah, we do get to have that social aspect um, on Saturdays, Sundays, and weekdays. Yeah, that's great. And Petrana, from your perspective, um how how does that look um you know with the the family and fulfillment and um you know housing stock and all of that kind of stuff what's the has there been an impact and how have you managed that yeah I mean there's no denying there's a lot of work um and both parents um Mel and I work full-time And the girls are fantastic at leading that work themselves. They monitor the emails. They package up the swimsuits. We've taught them how to do budgets so that they can reconcile statements at the end of the month. But, of course, there is a lot of involvement from us. Um, But really our priority has been to make it fun. Um, We're doing something that we enjoy and for it to be about learning. And the girls having fun together and experiences together but also acquiring skills um, Mm. that will help them through the rest of their lives. Mm. So um, the fun element is always important to remember. We are not a hardcore business trying to make every penny we can. It's it's about going out there, doing markets, um, enjoying it, speaking to people, having great time with photo shoots and so on, and we try and make sure we keep that in focus. Yeah, yeah, I think... um... That's you were referring, China, earlier to how difficult the retail industry is, um, and that's certainly the case. And I think unless it's value driven, um, for, you know, for example, learning skills and having fun, or for us, you know, really trying to keep girls in sport, um, I just I don't know how anybody stays at it. <laughs> there has to, yeah, yeah, there has to be a bigger purpose um so it's great that you found that yeah and that's reflected in their approach to cinnamon co which is all about trying to learn from others around them um and therefore being really open to doing new things and new partnerships and so on because every person you work with or you're exposed to can teach you something different um and that's really critical to the whole journey that they're on yeah yeah it's um going to be um, a treat to think of these girls in 20 years time and look at their LinkedIn and see what they've done with all of this. Um, Myla, question for you, speaking of partnerships, you were telling me earlier about the Blue Solutions Summit that you spoke at a little while ago. I want to hear more about that because from what I understand, you were the only kids amongst those kind of much bigger brands, piping hot, um talking about sustainability tell me about that how that opportunity came about um what the pre-summit nerves were like and what the actual opportunity um you know looked like and um, how how it all how it all came together yeah so um the nerves were definitely on that day um we were freaking out because we had never spoken publicly like that before um, there are around 160 people there um, and 
we were like, great, this is a new opportunity, new experience. But on the other hand, oh, my God, there are adults and we're the only kids here. Um, <laughs> and so that was a really fun opportunity um, and it opened up many other public speaking. Um, but it all came around just by talking to people and connections, um, which we've become quite good at. Um, and so that's many, we've had many experiences from that day. Mm. It was a really good experience um, and opportunity that Liv and I had. And um, we haven't really talked about the sustainability element of Cinnamon Cove, but do you want to tell me a little bit about that um, and then how you introduced that at the summit, Myla? Yep. So um, all our swimsuits are made out of recycled fishing nets. Um, and from the get-go, Liv and I were like, um, we don't want to create a lot of swimsuits. Uh, one, we don't have the space and two, it's not good for our environment. Um, and that's one of our values um, is sustainability. And so we said we've got to stick with that, like with our values, um, we have to be sustainable because it's something that we want. Yeah, well, particularly as as young people, um, sustainability and being environmentally conscious is um more important because this is where you have to live right <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely yeah care for our world um and it's just something that Lou and I are really interested in mm-hmm. uh, saving the environment um and we don't do big loads of swimsuits as I said before uh, so many big brands burn or like throw away many unsold swimsuits um, and this is something that Liv and I found really sad. Um, and so we did not want to be a part of that. Um, and many people were telling us, go overseas, manufacture overseas. We said, we know it's going to be cheaper for our brand, but that's not what we want. We want to stay mm. local. We want to stay in Newcastle. Um, and it's worked really well for us. So you found a manufacturer that's genuinely local in, in Newcastle. Fantastic. Um, I'm just blown away by you guys, honestly. <laughs> it's very rare that I'm speechless, but um, Liv, I know uh, we'll talk to Myla about her various different sports and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I wanted to start with you, though. Um, obviously, you guys have a lot on and you're diving headlong into everything, achieving these amazing things. Um, but I also know that both of you are quite active and I wanted to talk about how your active lifestyles help you with this, you know, um, all the keep all the balls in the air. Um, can you tell me about your um, swimming and all the activities you do and how they help you juggle? Um, so I do swimming twice a week. Um, and I guess it can be difficult because it takes away, you know, it's a lot of time that I could be doing other things like the cinema code or schoolwork. Um, but I think doing exercise that day is really important for your mental and physical health because it means, you know, you get endorphins and it gives you something to do um, that you might enjoy. Uh, and I think, yeah, as well, uh, uh, and other things like with team sports and, you know, like collaborating with each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, 
well, I don't think I know there uh, a, a slew of um, research papers um, and, uh, you know, pieces done by academics that say that one of the major, um, what would you say, uh, downsides or ramifications of girls dropping out of sport at the rates that they do is that when they get into the workplace, they don't have those, um, uh, you know, um, skills of working with a team that maybe the boys that had stayed in their sports um, accrued over time, um, and that includes leadership, dealing with people that, you know, might be um, a little tricky um, and all of those kinds of things. And it does sometimes, and, and networking, you know, being able to, and, and obviously Cinnamon Cove will be really helpful for you guys in that as well. But it's just another thing that puts girls that little rung below where boys are. Um, and I don't think they factor it in when they say, oh, too hard. I'd rather go to, you know, the shopping centre or whatever. Um, so I'm glad that you brought up teamwork because I think, those skills, um, you know, over and above the endorphins and the exercise, which are obviously fantastic, um, are so important to develop at a younger age. And, um, yeah, it's good that you identify that. Myla, New South Wales team for AFL, um, big achievement there. So that was last season. Tell me a bit about that, um, what it was like to play at that level and how, how you got there. Yeah, so last it was last year in 2021. Um, it was my first year of playing AFL. Um, and believe it or not, I played two games before I got into the New South Wales team. Um, I went up to Sydney and I played a few games and I was like, I feel like I can play better than this. I haven't played for long, but I know I can do better. Um I played a lot better than I did the last two games and I said, do you know what, I think I might have a chance. Um, if not, I can try next year. Um, I'm here for the experience. I'm here for this amazing opportunity um, and pathway. Um, and I heard my name get called and I was over the moon. It was an amazing experience um, for me um, and I can't wait to do it again next year as well. Yeah, fantastic. And um, so you're still playing this year and you said it was at a representative level as well. So how does that work? So you play rep and then you apply for the New South Wales team. How does that work? So it's all schools. Um, so all schools in, in New South Wales for New South Wales, obviously. Um, and so I played rep the, like for Hunter uh, this year and last year. And I trialled out for New South Wales this year, but it was under 15, so I was a bit young for it. Mm -hmm. um, I missed out this year, but hopefully I can go next year as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm sure you will. <laughs> and as far as the various other sports um, you do, I know that that's that AFL is one of a few. Do you want to tell us about what other sports you get involved in? So I get involved in netball, touch, running, um, and I used to do swimming, I do surfing. Um, I love my sport. Sometimes I can't do everything, but um, I try to. Mm. And how does it help with running the business for you? Obviously there's, um, you know, Liv talked about the um, 
mental health and getting the endorphins and teamwork and all of that kind of stuff. Um, from your perspective, how do they intertwine? Yeah, so obviously um, I have a lot of energy and so sport really helps me kind of stay focused and um, let out all my energy and I really enjoy sport so it gives me something to look forward to and then straight to Cinnamon Cove and that really helps me go, wow, like this is so cool, like I'm, this is amazing opportunities I have. Um, mm-hmm. But it also, I guess it also, the mental health side of it, um it kind of just lets out everything in it lets me run it lets me um collaborate um and that intertwines into the business mm-hmm. so a lot of skills that I've taken from sport um have helped me throughout the cinnamon club's journey yeah I can imagine I can imagine um definitely transferable um the skills you learn in sport and the skills you learn in business for sure Cool. And where, where, where to as far as the sporting kind of stuff goes? Um, we'll talk about your aspirations for Cinnamon Cove, but what about your aspirations in your, in your sport? Is it going to stay as um, kind of a fun kind of thing or do you have sort of more professional aspirations? How does that look? My goal is to get into the AFLW League. Um, I love AFL and it's something I really enjoy and look forward to during my week. And so that's something that I do want to do um, as I progress in sport. Um, but as far as Simon Cove goes, I do, we do want to take it further as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd love to hear more about that, actually. So um, as far as obviously you're a year in, you're already winning awards, really great product. Um where to from here I mean if if, you know the idea is to learn and have fun and all of that kind of stuff but also obviously you've got this incredible product that I imagine is kind of endlessly scalable how will you what I guess what what is the um marketing strategy to leverage that but also keep it fun, uh, you know, keep it educational, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so there's loads of things that we're hoping to improve Cinnamon Cove on. Um, it's obviously really hard starting business with things like money and stuff um, because, you know, we need a better website. We'd like to improve our, like, packaging, um, all those things. And that's really difficult with, you know, we've only had this for a year, which is kind of um not that long if you think about it uh it's really not that long I wouldn't <laughs> even have to think about it <laughs> yeah. um and of course we're hoping to go international but that adds extra costs um because at the moment we're only going to Australia and it's pretty amazing that we get things from like in Perth that's pretty amazing to us that you know people all the way in Perth have heard about us yeah, yeah. I, when you get um, an order from somewhere that you didn't think it would come from, it's like happy dance, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. And um, to add on to live, the learning still continues. Like it continues every day. We're learning something new um, with every experience and opportunity that we get. Um, and so I guess keep the learning continuing um, is something that we really want um, in Cinnamon Co and its journey. Yeah. So 
I can imagine your schools are extraordinarily proud of um, what you're what you're doing. Um, how have they promoted Cinnamon Cove and have they given you any flexibility, advice, anything like that along the way? Um, you go to two separate schools, so Liv, I'll ask you first. Yeah, I think school has been really, really supportive. I've spoken to my principal and especially um, technology teachers um, about it and they all seem really, really supportive and that's always amazing to see. And they never really mind when I miss school for like a Cinnamon Cove, if we're doing a presentation or something, they always understand. Um, And all my teachers have been really supportive and it's really amazing to see and I'm so happy that, um, you know, they, they are supportive the way they are. Yeah, absolutely. And Myla, what about yours? Yeah, so my school, um, they've been great. Um, they attend most of the, like, conferences, um, for example, like AIS, um, and they love hearing us tell our story. Um, and they, especially the tech teachers, um, they they ask me to bring stuff in. I'm like, oh, sure. Uh, I'll have a look what we can get. Um, and so it's been really great to see how they respond um, and it makes us um, and the brand a lot more comfortable and the support that they give is amazing. So, yeah. That's really cool. That's really great to hear, particularly that they come to the conferences. I love that. That's really great. Yeah. Um, so I want to get to the the future for Cinnamon Cove. I know you guys have to get off to school. I don't want to, you know, make you have to take more time out of school for cinnamon cone um but what I do want to hear is where you get your inspiration from you clearly have endless motivation endless drive where do you look to to feed that energy um it could be somebody in your immediate orbit it could be um you know a celebrity um Myla I'll get you to go first where do you get your inspiration um, so my sister, uh, she has a red genetic condition um, and she's literally, I call her the happiest girl in the world. Um, she's always so positive and her outlook in everything is amazing. Um, she's a really big, like, motivation um, on why I wanted to start off this business. Um, one, because I know that people with her condition don't often get like the best work experiences and thinking about her having less experiences than I do it just didn't sit well with me and so I thought um I'm going to create when if Cinnamon Co has become really successful uh I'm going to create uh, a really nice loving caring environment work environment for her um and others as well so that was a really big motivation um and energy driver for me yeah yeah. Well, it sounds like you and your sister are lucky to have each other. You derive energy from her and you can create opportunities for her. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. And Liv, what about you? Um, energy, inspiration, where do you look? Um, my my biggest inspiration is probably my dad because he's a really hard worker um, and he's, you know, he's up at 1am doing calls with people in god knows where um and he does things on sustainability so that was always and he always helps Myla and I when we're looking for more sustainable ways to do things um and yeah as I said he's really hard working and it's a really big inspiration fantastic 
Um, guys, uh, I'm just so impressed and I'm so excited to see where the future takes you. Where do you, where do you see Cinnamon Cove going? Look to five years time. Where is Cinnamon Cove? Um, well, I really, we really hope that we get to try on new sustainable fabrics, um, at the moment, we're really happy with Carvico as it is really sustainable, but we're hoping to explore um, new fabrics and see what else they can do with our brand. Yeah. Yeah, and also, as Marla said, with Bonnie, her sister, um, we're hoping that if we become big enough that we can employ other people that have learning disabilities like her and they, so we know that they're in a kind of safe working environment um, and also give something Give, gives Bonnie something to do that she'll enjoy. Yeah. Fantastic, guys. Um, look, it's been such an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Um, I'll continue to follow the progress of the brand and all of the amazing things you're doing, and um, I'm sure we'll get you back on the the pod um, in a little while to talk about where things are going. But um, just thank you so much for taking the time. Um, you know, in a couple of years' time, I reckon I'm going to have to book you through some kind of, um, you know, expensive agent. So um, <laughs> so I'm grateful to get this time with you. But, um, yeah, thank you very much and um, good luck with everything and have a great day at school. Thank Thanks you. so much. One, two, three, four, ready to go.